0: of ramsey solutions it's the ramsey show we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships george Campbell ramsey personality is my co-host today the phone number is 888-825-5225 melanie is with us in philadelphia hi melanie welcome to the ramsey show
1: Hi, so excited to be here. Thank you for taking my call. We're
0: honored. How can we help?
1: Um, first of all, let me just say, George, I'm reading your book. It's super awesome.
0: Oh, thank it's you
2: so time. much. Appreciate that.
1: So, yeah, no problem. So my my question is, so my husband and I are in baby step two. Um, I'm working two full time jobs. He's a school teacher and also has a training, like a personal training, um, gig on the side that he does. He rents his own facility. Um, but he's had it for four years. And my concern is that he really hasn't made any profit off of the business. He makes just enough to just pay the bills at, in the business. Um, at what point do I have that conversation that it may not be worth his time, um, in the business just because it's just not bringing in. enough
0: Anything that doesn't make money is called a hobby, right? It's not a side hustle. It's a hobby. hmm He likes work so he likes personal training so much he's willing to do it for free.
1: Almost. I mean he makes some money, but not as much as I think he should, because he's been doing it All for a right? You're four changing years your
0: now. tune in the middle of the call, which is it? How much does what he do really mean? make? Net profit on the thing.
1: Probably it it varies every month. So we can run range anywhere from fifteen hundred to like twenty five hundred a month. Profit. Oh well.
2: You said after he pays 100%. his bills he's not making much, if anything. He's not.
1: He's what bills not.
2: has
0: he got? The rental on this place? Well,
1: yeah, just the rental on the place, and then he you know he has like um that his utilities are included with the rent in the facility and then he has like, I don't know, his internet or something that he pays. Okay, so he's
0: but getting fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred in. What's the rent? Uh sixteen
1: hundred. So it almost takes everything.
0: So if he doesn't make 1600 in a month, he loses money.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to sit down tonight and say, honey, I, I, we've got to look at this as a business, mm-hmm. and, and we need to look and see what we've got to do with your pricing and the number of clients that you have to make what mm-hmm. you're doing over there profitable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because it's not okay that you're spending all this time over there and potentially even losing money, right? So let's I get agree. let's get out yeah. the numbers. Let's get out the numbers and run a P and L on this thing, mm-hmm. and just just sit there tonight and run a spreadsheet on it. How long has he been doing it? Um, he's had this place now for four years. Okay, well let's go back, la- you know, for the last twelve months, and mm-hmm. pull pull the revenue, and then put in sixteen hundred okay. a month, and then put in the internet fee a month. Mm-hmm. A- and and let's see if we've really got a profit or not.
2: Figure okay. out what his hourly wages on this. Yeah, my then, guess
0: is you go, okay, you can go okay, for you gym. Made, you know, you made five hundred bucks and you spent six hundred hours over there. Right, you're making exactly. a dollar hour. Come yeah. on, man. So, so
1: as a business owner, how do you like? At what point do you say like it's just not viable anymore? No, like, I mean,
0: how much? How, he's supposed to be like an adult and stuff. He teaches children.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. What does he teach? Uh, health and phys ed.
0: Okay. And how, how, what, what age children?
1: Uh, anywhere from kindergarten to high school.
0: Okay. And so we would assume that they know how to do basic addition of subtraction. Yes. And he should. Mm-hmm. If he's teaching, them, I mean, really, yeah. I, I, we're, we're, he needs, you know, you need to sit down with him and say, I, I need you to look at this through the eyes of a business and let's look at it for a few minutes, and let's see if you think this is worthwhile. But okay. I don't. you don't need to tell him. He needs to He ought to be able to. A logical adult male, female, should be able to come to a conclusion on this mm-hmm. without his wife or husband telling them. I mean, you ought to be able to look at it and go, I'm making a dollar hour. No, that yeah. doesn't cut it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be providing for my family during this time. No, no, And you guys are
2: in debt. And so I think that's a part of this equation is we need to actually make money right now.
0: So here's the thing. Anytime we're in a business situation with our entree leadership clients on a side hustle or a small business idea, we do one of a couple of things. One is we have to ask ourselves, what can we change to make this viable? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is there's not a change that'll make it viable, then it's time to shut it down. Okay. I mean, I think you guys are going to look at this and figure out. I think you're going to look at this and figure out you put eighteen thousand dollars or what is nineteen thousand dollars in rent into it last year. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and he brought in nineteen thousand five hundred bucks. I think that's what you're going to find.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: And and you know so and then how many hours you spent over there? Divide that into five hundred, and you look at him go, honey, what part of this is smart? None. Right. Right. So, you know you so we something has to change mm-hmm. this is not okay we have to raise our okay. prices increase the number of clients both or we got to say we're not doing this anymore
1: okay yep i'm gonna have that conversation i appreciate your yep. your opinion i on guess that. the other
0: thing is you know do you have a basement we do why don't you do it down there yeah 1600 a bucks a head per month instantly Mm -hmm. another thing people do now is they'll
2: go to your house and do the work out there oh yeah yeah and the other thing they can he can do is just go work at a gym that already has personal training and they hire him and pay him money so he doesn't have any of the overhead yeah so there's a lot of options part of
0: the equation on the business model may be getting rid of this rent and suddenly yeah you're you're doing in-home work and in your home work in, in other people's homes, for them, you know, personal training, you go visit Jim, then you go visit George, and then you do whatever. I mean, That's the dream. And they pay you money, you know. And um, I have a gym in my house. We did that for a long time. And so um, my wife made fun of me. She said, you know, the guy's counting for you.
3: You but that's know, what you can't needed. count
0: to ten. You're what you that needed guy. in that moment. You're paying that guy big money for counting, no, I am paying him for accountability. Ooh, there's that. But I, I, I can count to ten. I already can do one, two. I can, I can. But count. you need a guy yelling at you, other than the guy yeah. in your head. We don't need anybody yelling at me. But um, but we need someone. Just well. I know if he's going to come over there, then I'm going to do the workout, right? Otherwise, I might find my little butt on the sofa. Mm. You know that could happen. And so that's that's what, you know, what a personal trainer does sometimes.
2: We know it, we can google the workout. We hire the personal trainer because we need that level of handholding right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you, that's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, do it, he could he could provide the service like George is saying, charge even more to come to people's homes in person um, and or in your basement and or if you're going to keep the location, you got to make the location Having the location needs to cause you to make more money than not having the location would have, cause you to make. Uh, I think you're going to get rid of this location at a minimum. This is The Ramsey Show.
4: Hey, guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable, Christian Health Care Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's health care costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who wanna take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget.
0: George Campbell Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Stephanie is in Indianapolis. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi. Thanks so much for taking the call. Sure. Um, My husband and I have a question. We bought our first home three and a half years ago, got a really great interest rate at the time. The house was appraised at $250 before we put on a new roof, and we're having to replace a furnace, and that's part of our frustration. It's an older home, almost 100 years. And at what point, there's a, I suppose there's a tipping point somewhere where uh, you keep putting money in the old house and keep the good interest rate and just get a little more equity out of it or a uh, broader picture. We don't want to maybe be here forever, a little more land, a little newer house, maybe at a hundred years old. And, and we're just wondering how much longer should we stay? Um, we can't get to the aesthetics part of renovating. So it's just okay. maintaining the house, which we can do it, but it's just frustrating. Yeah. And it's like, Okay. At what point is it
0: maybe? They're cute. History? Those have, historics are cute, but they're a pain in the butt. They don't build them like they used to. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, I've done a bunch of those. They're they're very interesting. Um, yeah. I, I think you're done.
3: I Well, I, I feel done now because I got willied out uh, the furnace that we're replacing at some point, hopefully this week. Yeah. Um, I think you're was done. Doing carbon. It was giving out carbon monoxide. I'm like, oh, my word. Yeah. Who could die? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what's wrong with selling it?
3: Um, I'm just I I don't want to necessarily move and then move again in three years. So it'd be nice to. Uh, where are you gonna be, move?
0: Why Where are you gonna move? That you got to move in three years? Who said you had to? Just yeah, move.
3: Just don't want to move up in house and then feel like I have to move up again. You know, I'd like to move into a house. That's the idea, more the ideal. Uh, not that there's a perfect house, but let um, me help
0: you with this. I I you thought that was ideal when you moved into it.
3: No, this one wasn't, but it was a blessing for where we were at. For a first-time homeowner, this house has been a blessing.
0: Okay. Um, How long have you owned it? I guess
3: it's a money. It's a reach, like, to get the house we want. It's a little bit of a reach. So don't reach.
0: Just buy a house that's not 100 years old and not having to screw with it all the time. Okay. That'll feel like a dream home compared to this. This idea that you're going to buy something that automatically is going to be what you want for 10 years, it's not. There's no automatic. Because life changes, things shift, your needs, your dreams, everything changes, and you're going to move again. You don't have to move every three years, but um, but you also don't have to reach to something you can't afford either. So, what will this house sell for?
3: Uh, Probably around two. Well, best best case scenarios, two hundred and sixty.
0: And you've owned it how long?
3: Three and a half years. Okay, all right.
0: You have no capital gains on it, and you sell it and buy the next property and. Uh, what's your household income?
3: Uh, this coming year, it'll be 105 to 10 at least.
0: Well, you, can, you can definitely make a move. Well, what's left on the mortgage?
3: Uh, about 150.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're going to have a hundred thousand dollars equity, give or take coming out of there and go buy you something else. Yeah. Uh, and That's
2: I know Dave, she was worried about the, she said we got a nice low interest rate so that she doesn't want to let go of that, which is a problem. A lot of people are facing out there. Well,
0: you either got the furnace and the roof, and all the crap falling down around you, or you got the interest rate. You got to decide. I mean, there's, there's always a trade-off. And so you got the hassle of moving and not going to get to buy what you want. Well, of course, you're not going to buy what you want. You know, you know, things always change. So it's up to you, but I, you know, when you call me and all you can talk about is all the money you've spent on the thing, you're done, you're done. So stick a fork in it, move on. You know, that's it. And you can always
2: refinance later. If rates go down, you're not stuck with that rate forever.
0: Date the rate, marry the house. Get a good house and don't worry about the rate. Rate will come down. When it comes down, refinance. Then you're fine. You date the rate, marry the house. And most people fall the Ramsey baby steps,
2: Dave. We found pay off their home in seven years. You're not stuck. Even if you had that interest rate, you might have it for seven years. Pay the dang thing off, upgrade in cash on the next one. And you'll be okay lean
0: into the process here karen is with us in jacksonville florida hi karen how are you
4: hi dave hey what's Um, up i'm doing well It's, it's an honor to speak to you you too how can we help uh well my husband and i have actually gone through financial peace university and we're doing really well uh we Uh, As of 2022, we were, uh, you know, had a fully funded business safeguard account. We had our emergency fund funded. We had no debt other than our house. And uh, at that time, my husband got a not-so-good medical diagnosis. uh, So that set us back that year. And then ultimately, he decided to make a step into uh, a profession that he wanted to be in. And that essentially cut our income almost in half for now. Um, so he's doing he's doing much better with that and and moving forward progressing forward. But my question is, um, as a result of those two things, we we had to you know tap into those safeguard accounts and pretty much depleted most of them. And now we've got some credit card debt. We have some stock that is not in any kind of retirement account. So my question to you is do I sell that stock and pay that little bit of credit card debt that that we do have now, or should I let that stock sit and just continue to not accumulate any more credit card debt, but, you know, just make payments on that.
0: Well, what happens next time?
4: What happens next time? Next time there's a
0: bump in the road and you land on dadgum credit card again. When are you going to stop this foolishness?
4: Well, um, I mean, we were able to to do quite well for you know a while and, and yeah until you didn't on, on, you know on until the you started the living on credit cards we again have. well, we didn't really live on them I mean I,
0: yeah, you did you I bought guess, crap we, you couldn't afford to them. buy
4: well it was more monthly things that we already had an obligation for um because we weren't meeting our, our monthly budget okay. of that so when you use income. the stock
0: to pay off the credit cards and the next time you go on one of these adventures where you don't meet the monthly obligations and you lean on credit cards what are you going to do then
4: well i would hope you wouldn't be back in this position i would hope again. you wouldn't have been
0: here this time i'm not going to give you permission to say what you did was okay what you did was not okay it was a really bad dumb plan And if you're going to use every time something comes along to get yourself back into credit card debt, I can't help you. Because you've used up your stock then. So if I tell you to cash out this stock and then you go do this again, you're screwed, girl. You follow me?
4: Yeah, I guess this was kind of a one-time. No, it's not. A one-time thing, though.
0: No, it's not. Always life's going to bring you something. It's always going to be something coming up. Until you decide, no matter what, let me tell you when the time is we're going to use a credit card at the Ramseys. Never, under any circumstances, we'll sell everything in sight, including the dog and three of the grandkids. We will never again go into a credit card debt, ever, under any circumstances, period. Nothing will cause that to happen. We will be riding a bicycle instead of driving a car, but we won't have debt, ever, ever. See, until you get there, kiddo, you're going to go back again. You're going to go back again. You're going to go back again because there's always something comes up because there's a crack, and as long as there's a crack in the thing, the water's going to leak through. So, yes, you should cash out the stock, and you should pay off the credit cards, but you have got to. The two of you have got to sit down and go, we flunked Financial Peace University. We flunked the class. So we have got to reset and draw a line in the sand and say, never – under any freaking circumstances are we ever going to have a credit card in our house? Cut it up, close the accounts,
2: and then you won't have the opportunity to be blessed with the 22% APR from these credit card companies. That's the easiest way to do it because then you're going to find another way when debt's not an
0: option, when debt's off the table. I got a friend that lost his career. He lost his family. He lost everything because of a drinking problem. Mm. He's now been dry For 30 years. You know when he's gonna drink again? Never. Never. You know when the alcohol is gonna be in his house again? Never. Ever. You gotta decide. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most
2: of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners LTD and ETFs distributed by Foreside Fund Services LSE.
0: In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Samantha's with us. Hi, Samantha. How are you?
5: I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing? We're
0: better than we deserve. Where do you live?
5: Dallas, Texas.
0: All right. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. And how much debt have you paid off?
5: $57,208.66.
0: Way to go. How long did that take?
5: 27 months.
0: Good for you. And your range of income during that time?
5: $70,000 to one hundred six.
0: dollars Cool. What do you do for a living?
5: I am a DPMO, so basically I'm a program manager of operations. Wow.
0: Good yeah. for you. And what kind of debt was the (laughs) $57,000.
5: credit card debt. I had medical debt. I had a car loan and the infamous student loan debt.
0: You had it all. You were normal. <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. You what a, prize. a lineup. <laughs> a prize for collecting them all. Yeah. yeah. My paycheck. How, how old are you?
5: <laughs> I'm 31.
0: Okay. Very cool. So what happened 27 months ago that Samantha got a wake up call and how'd you get connected to us?
5: Sure. Um, so about a year and a half before that, I gave my life to the Lord. I mm-hmm. was at my rock bottom, gave my life to the Lord. Cool. And I got serious about actually finding following God about six months after that. So I started reading the Bible, and it, the Bible says dead is bad. Very so cool. I had this plan that I was gonna pay off my student loan in 10 years. And I told my brother-in-law and my sister, and they said, well, you can actually pay it off in two years. You can actually pay off all of your debt. They said they did, um, they met this guy, Ramsey, uh, Dave Ramsey, and they paid off all of their debt. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, well, we met you, your show. Yeah. <laughs> so um, mm. they did that and I thought they were crazy. I was like, they don't know how much debt I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, me being me, I started doing some research. I got the total money, total money makeover, read the book, mm. I listened to some of uh, you your teachings, mm-hmm. and what really did it for me was listening to the podcast because you had people of all walks of life, single people, married people, younger people, uh, more tenured people. So more um,
0: tenured—that was sweet. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> what I am, George. I'm
2: tenured. She didn't make eye contact with you. So that's good. That was a personal dig.
5: Yes. So um, yeah, and then I started on the plan. Um, I want to be a good steward of uh, the things that God has for me. So.
0: Amen. And Where do you beautiful. go to church in Dallas?
5: Uh, life Fellowship. Oh yeah. In McKinney
0: very nice very nice so you just leaned into the the podcast after reading the book Mm -hmm. and started following and doing the stuff and just straight up did it
5: I did um I really got some momentum because my credit card debt was smaller I was able to do that within the first two months but Mm -hmm. then um really getting after my car and seeing how quickly I was able to pay it off
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
5: it really gave me momentum I started um babysitting dog sitting house sitting cat sitting a lot of sitting yes um I was in school getting my master's when I started this. So, Mm -hmm. um, as you know, with getting an extended degree, you don't even have enough time to cry, let alone get a regular second job. So Mm -hmm. I had to be creative with it. So I did that. I learned how to coupon and I cut down 98% of my, um, personal expenses for like toiletries and household items. Wow. Yeah.
2: You were like extreme couponer then.
5: <laughs> I wouldn't say extreme. Like you were
2: getting paid at the store. The yes, cashier was yes. like, here's $20.
5: Yes, they, they did. I got good enough at it where they actually started um, owing me money when I would go couponing. So, and then I started selling my stockpile. I was able to give some of it away to single moms and people in need. So, yeah.
2: Wow. Well, it sounds like you you had a heart for generosity throughout this whole process, yes, which is beautiful.
5: Yes, which was hard because you know I my money was going to debt, and I couldn't give it away out you know outside of tithing. But mm-hmm. I got creative that way to be able to still give.
0: That's inspiring. well done. What's your yeah. master's in?
5: Um, I got my master's in management with a. Um, uh, operations excellence
0: yeah, yeah right there in your job way yes. to go so Did you get a raise in this process? and promotion yeah that's the I, 70 to 106 right I
5: did actually it's actually an interesting story um, I was gonna get laid off in the middle of doing this so I started looking for another job and I found the current job that I had so that my income went up to 85 and then they saw um, they appreciated my work ethic so they gave me a 20% raise Wow,
0: wow. Yeah. very good very good good for you
5: thank you how
0: fun your, yes. your sister and brother-in-law got to be cheering
5: they are they would be here but my sister is extremely pregnant so she couldn't travel <laughs> but i know they're watching and i'm so thankful to them they cheered me on every time i'd pay off five thousand dollars i'd be like i still have 50 left but they were excited like i paid everything off so they were great cheerleaders That's in my good church momentum family yes they um they would take me out to eat because I wasn't going out to eat. I wasn't spending extra money for Christmas. They buy me clothes because I would buy one pair of jeans a year, until literally I had holes in it because I was trying to save as but much that's money as I can.
0: Yeah, that's cool now.
5: <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, well, maybe not for work, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Wow, Samantha, you're amazing. Thank you. You are amazing. I'm so proud of you, hero.
5: Thank you. God is amazing in me.
0: That's well done. Me he is amazing and. Uh, yes, yes. So happy you found him, and that's what started the whole process. Yes, very, very, very. What do you
2: tell that person
0: who's 29 Mm -hmm. and they're looking
2: at fifty-seven thousand dollars in debt, and they're like, "Well, ten years, maybe I'll pay off my student Mm -hmm. loans." What would you tell that person if you were sitting across from them getting coffee?
5: Sure. I would tell them to look at how much interest they were paying because that was what upset me. I would make a payment and so little was going towards the principal and so much was going towards the interest. And it was actually funny when I paid my car off or I got close, they called me and asked me if everything was okay. And I said, yeah, I'm trying to pay my car off. But um, I would say that the first thing would be Jesus. Um, it says in his word that his faithfulness is a protective shield. When you're obedient to God's word, he's going to bless you. My income going up, that was a blessing from God. So when you walk with him, he will bless you. And then secondly, endurance. There's so many quick quick fix plans for getting out of debt. But um, what I love about this plan, it taught me that I don't need to impulse buy. That was a reality that I had to come face-to-face with, and also that I did this to myself. I swiped that credit card. I went and got that um, car loan. I did those things, but I was gonna work really hard to get out of debt can do that and be an example to my nephew and to my future children. My sister and I and my brother-in-law are first-generation believers, so we want to show the next generation that they can do this without debt. You can go to school without debt. You can get a master's. I was able to get my master's without taking out additional money, so um, you can do it. I had a surgery. My dog got sick, all of that, but because I was doing this plan um and inflation because I was doing this plan I was able to pay cash for those things and I didn't have to rely on a credit card or a loan to do that.
0: Rockstar, you're amazing Thank wow ding 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 pretty incredible you have changed uh, your family tree you've changed your whole life uh, the gospel has transformed you yes, it's very right, powerful yes. very powerful well done very 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 well done I love it so when I guess I'm going to phrase it again. Maybe George asked this, but let's see if we can do it one more time. Boil it down. If you told people to do one thing or two things to get out of debt, what would you tell them to do?
5: Endurance. 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 Don't quit. Don't quit. You can do it. Um, 27 months is a
0: long time, and 27 months is nothing. Yes, and you
5: can be very creative. I mean, my friends still had babies. I was able to coupon and get $110 worth of diapers for 41 cents. Um, You can find different deals, and you know. Wow it's out there you're smart enough to do it just because i have a master's doesn't mean i'm like overly smart or anything you can figure out how to be creative and how to get out there and hustle it is possible to do it you're amazing
0: yeah well done hey we've got the live and give box for you the baby Thank steps you. millionaires book because that's where you're headed for sure Thank you, sir. total money makeover book to give to somebody and give them some hope uh yes. financial peace university membership go through it or give it away Amen. that's uh the live and give box people buy it all the time but we're gonna give it to you to say thanks for coming all the way from dallas Thank congratulations you. samantha Thank you. samantha from dallas texas fifty-seven thousand dollars paid off in 27 months the coupon queen. From <laughs> 70 to 106. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream.
5: Three, two, one. All glory be to God.
1: I'm debt-free.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah! <laughs> I want to be Samantha when I grow up.
0: Man. She's impressive. Be careful, your life will preach. Hmm. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Tommy Lasorda said, pressure is a word that is misused in our vocabulary. When you start to think about pressure, it's because you've started to think of failure. There we go. Dakota is in Dallas. Hi, Dakota. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
6: Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. How are you?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up in your world?
6: Hey, so I am 27 years old. I am making around $76,000 a year between my full-time job and a part-time job that I picked up. Cool. I am fortunate to not have any credit card debt, which is great. And I'm very thankful for that, but I am sitting around $45,000 in debt between my student loans and a car loan. Uh-huh. Um, my student loans are around 31,000 across five loans with my highest interest rate at 6.6%. And then my car I have about 14,000 left at a 3.79% interest rate. So uh-huh. I'm sitting around six 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 hundred $6,600 in my savings account. And I followed along with the show and hearing, you know, the goal of having $1,000 in savings is great. However, having that little amount also gives me a lot of anxiety. And um, thinking of, you know, random things that could come up here and there car breaks down, you know, extra expenses, things like that. So I guess my question is with my lowest student loan being around $3,000, technically I do have a savings account to just start, you know, knocking that out right away while still having a little over 3,000 left in the account. So I guess the question is, should I plan to start drawing from that savings account to start knocking those, you know, student loans out in the car out, paying extra there? Um, Or should I leave that savings account alone, look at refinancing? I'm not sure.
0: How deeply are you willing to cut your lifestyle and how many hours are you willing to work to where you could do this in one year?
6: Yeah. So,
0: forty-six. What do you my, say? Forty. Forty-one thousand. Right. Forty-five thousand.
6: About forty-five thousand out of seventy-six thousand.
0: Out of seventy-six thousand means you live on thirty.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, or you live on a little bit more, but you pay off everything in one year.
6: Yeah, I'm really. I I'm working about forty to fifty hours for my full-time job, salaried position. Um, and then my part-time job, I was pulling an extra like 15 to 20 hours a week there, Mm -hmm. um, at a retail gig, Mm -hmm. um, for my mental health, having that much time working. Why does it hurt your mental health to work? Um, just between the responsibilities, not that I don't have the mental health or the capacity to work. I don't want to come across like that.
0: You said for my mental health, that's a bunch of crap.
6: Yeah, it was just to the point where I was feeling super overwhelmed with the amount of hours I was putting in. I wasn't. Yes, because you myself. did not
0: have a you. The, you did not. You felt like a rat in a wheel, though. You were not getting traction. Yeah. If you were seeing this debt drop off at three to four thousand dollars a month, and you knew you were going to be done a year, you'd be fine working. But you were just yeah. stuck working.
6: Yeah, I I did. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a better way of putting it. I felt really stuck. I felt like I was. Yeah. Getting all this extra money and then it, Cause, I was trying you to know, allocate Working all I the could, time really
0: hard if you got great traction is not that harsh. Right. It's not what you right. want to do the rest of your life, but I want you to be done in a year. In that case, $1,000 as an emergency fund is not as scary because you're going to be done in a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have almost $6,000 now, right?
6: Yeah, I've got about $6600 in my savings
0: account. Oh, so we're going to put 6000 on the 45. So now we've only got 39 to do in a year.
6: Mhm. Wow. So, I guess to get further clarification, so the 1000 like I said does give me a little bit of anxiety because I just think I want for example, you to have a little bit of anxiety.
0: To, What's giving you anxiety is yeah. $45,000 in debt hanging over yeah. you feeling stuck. When you are <laughs> yeah. knocking off $3 to $4000, you're not going to have anxiety. You mean knocking it right. out, and then you're going to be so done. You're, you're going to be 28 years yeah. old and not have a payment in the world. Can you breathe that in? I
6: know. And wow. Now, so what is your recommendation? Because I think
0: that is, is, is my recommendation,
6: recommendation darling. To, well, I had to replace two tires on my car, so I think if I'd have only had a thousand dollars in my that's enough to replace bus, two tires, been-
2: and then you replenish it. So ah. you would pause the debt snowball. Let's say that you have another two tires go out. Pause the debt snowball. Your next paycheck's going to cover the tire. You already have mm-hmm. a thousand in the emergency fund, and then you move okay.
0: on. You just okay. pick up where you left off. Get the thousand bucks back instead of three thousand or four thousand going on your debt this month. Only two thousand does because you got to buy some tires.
6: Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, but you got two new yeah. tires now, so I, that
0: that problem's out of your way. Yeah, there'll that, be something else <laughs> yeah, though. There'll be something they, else break.
6: Right. And, yeah. And, and you're going to be working yeah.
0: all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you won't have time to spend money. Right. And don't worry, just before you die, you'll pass out.
6: <laughs> yeah, but hey, I'll, I'll pass out and be that free.
0: So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding with you, kiddo. But listen, if you, the, the trick is this we have figured out that the more intense people are, the math almost quits working. You get out so fast because you mm-hmm. create this emotional, spiritual momentum that goes with the right. math momentum and it becomes all-encompassing. I mean, you become like like you joined a cult or something for a short period of time, right? You don't think about anything else for a short period of time, and then you're going to be 28 years old and not have a payment in the world, and you've been playing footsie with this stuff for almost a decade. Mm -hmm. It's been hanging around like a problem. Talk about anxiety-inducing.
6: Yeah, and I I am wanting to get all of this taken care of. You know, my boyfriend and I are both, individually trying to take care of our debt before we decide to take that next step of getting married and starting a family and things like that. So you you, um, you don't have yeah, to wait I'm, to get I'm, out of
0: debt to be married. You just yeah, both no, have to I'm, you both well, have to be in agreement that we're going to get out of debt. That's all.
6: Yeah, that is true. That is true. I'm I'm ready to get it knocked out though.
0: Do it. Do it. Do it. Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. Dakota I dare Dakota, you to take Dakota, 5600 Dakota, and attack Dakota. some
2: debt today. You're going to get a little pep in your step.
0: So, hey, Samantha was just on here doing her debt free scream. She made seventy thousand dollars when she started. She paid off fifty seven thousand in twenty seven months mm-hmm. and finished her master's degree.
2: And yeah. Cash flow at all kinds of
0: expenses. That was right before you. Just a minute ago, mm-hmm. single, your age. Just a minute yeah. ago, go back and watch her yep. debt free scream. Just a minute ago, see you. You can absolutely do this. You can absolutely so get it, Dakota, Dakota. Dakota. We're cheering you on. Hey, we're going to put you in financial peace university and pay for it. We're going to put you in every dollar premium. So you can hook up and run your budget. And I want you to just go crazy for a short period of time. So you get your life back and you, you do that Dakota. You will never go back in debt and you will become wealthy because you will pay attention to money and make it behave the rest of your life. Money is a fabulous slave. It is a horrible master and it has been owning your butt for a decade it's time you got on top of it and you own it dakota 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 she could do it george mm, she yeah well, it. i
2: just keep thinking about this mental health crisis in america and i think it has more to do with debt than a thousand dollar emergency fund we're feeling well, out listen, of control I mean, when, a wheel.
0: when 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 you're doing stupid stuff or you're or you don't have a sense of destiny everything is anxiety inducing mm. i mean stupid should induce anxiety they have a direct you should, connection. You should, you should have anxiety if you're doing stupid stuff, shouldn't you? That's your body telling you this is I mean, not I, smart. That's, that's yeah, that's like you're not stupid, okay. Really, should be anxiety inducing. I mean, she's not doing stupid, but I'm just saying the. But I'm just in general, you know, and, and working and not knowing where you're going, like she was talking about that. That is that does do that. But hard work does not cause mental health problems. Never has. As a matter of fact, it solves a lot of them. Uh, actually, talk to Dr. John Deloney. I was talking about with him on the air the other day about this. One of the things that they tell people uh, that, that are struggling with depression is get outside vitamin D and in, engage in physical activity and get engaged in something where you're seeing traction. Mm. All of those sound like work to me. So, yeah, work your butt off. Go crazy for a short period of time and you know work is not anxiety inducing ever well it is if you're working for a toxic jerk i take that back but yeah but i guess but i mean just the essence of work itself is not anxiety inducing yeah so very cool dakota 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 hold on austin's gonna pick up we're gonna get you signed up for everything we're gonna give it to you because we believe in you we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace Christ Jesus.